Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 60, and my name is Chloe, and I'm here with Pastor Adam. Hey, hey. And we are currently in a series about hearing from God, and this will be episode five of that series. Um, So the first episode was about hearing from God through the Bible. The second one was hearing from God through gifted teachers. The third one was hearing from God through the Spirit, which was an episode with a special guest, Tish McGeo. Um, And... The fourth episode was one that just came out last week, and it was about um, pain, hearing God speak through our pain, which is something that we might not think about as much, but once we talk about it a little bit, we realize like that is the way that, there's a quote that Adam read that that's the way that God basically shouts at us. Like he's, that's very loud way of him speaking to us. Absolutely, gets your attention for sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, today's episode, Adam, I'm going to let you take it all away. Right. So all the ones so far, uh, and I'll, rem- I'll remind you once again that we paired this up with a teaching series. Um, so if uh, if you're interested in that, unionchurch.co, um, that's, this is the first time we've ever done that on podcast where we've had a teaching series and this just because there's so much, there's so many different ways we can talk about our communication with God, God's communication to us, our communication with him, right? The bottom line, though, is that, you know, God has chosen to speak to us, and he does it in a a myriad of ways, right? And he's chosen to speak to us because he wants a relationship with us. There's no relationship without communication, and so there's communication that he has. So you and I can indeed hear the voice of God, and we can respond and talk back to him. And we can be in communication with him in that relationship with him. And so it's just important for uh, Christ followers in general to know and understand that communication with God is key, right? Because it is the lifeblood of that relationship. Um, God didn't save you. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't cause His Son to to bear your sin so that you could just kind of be on your own. Like it's a it's an intimate relationship. In any intimate relationship, there is constant communication. And so those first four episodes of the podcast. Um, there's a little bit of repetitiveness of what we said through the teaching series. Now we're getting ready to get into the parts that won't be. Mm-hmm. Um, gifted teachers was not one we preached through. Uh, pain was not one we preached through. Right. Um, but the, all of those, all the ones we hit so far, are um, uh, they're they're not as practical as what we're about to get into. Right, and so they're just more of an understanding of these primary ways in which God speaks to us, right? Um, and so we were covering these primary ways of the Word and the Spirit and gifted teachers, right? And and then of course through pain, which is oh. what we did last week. That one was the dun dun dun. All the rest <laughs> yeah. of them were all the rest of them were all exciting, right? Um, but the pain one was the oh yeah, right? Nobody likes pain. No, nobody but... wants that. Right? <laughs> right? Nobody wants that at all. Um, but what we're getting ready to get into is more tangible stuff. Um, I call it practical. I call it things that you can kind of put into place that will assist you with your communication with God. They will assist you in your prayer life. You know, we use the word prayer and prayer life um, sort of synonymously with communication with God, and so. When we're communicating with God, there are some practical things that can help us. And so that's kind of what we're going to go into. Um, I just preached a message on 
practically knowing how to test what you're hearing from God. That was one of the ones in the in the preaching series. Um, so you can know that it's actually from God. So this is sort of in that vein of helping us of being more practical. And so we all realize, I think, so many times that we need guidance from God, right? Yeah. I mean, like, what's the what's the number one prayer? God help me, mm-hmm. right? Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that just seems to be the number one. And all that it's is true. is that's just requesting guidance. And if I had to, if I had to summarize my prayer life, um, I, I have I have found over the last couple of years that I start every prayer, which is easy for me to see too, because I can go back and watch how I did it in a message. So I don't I don't want to I don't ever script a prayer. Um, so when we go into the closing of a message or whatever. I don't I don't ever write down any of that stuff. I don't script. I don't even give myself a direction. Mm-hmm. And I'll notice that when I start the prayer, I always start off with God, I love you. Right? Yes. That's you, you've that's pointed this out the other always, week. Always, <laughs> right? God, yeah. I love you. That's how I start off. But but the the meat of all my prayers, the most consistent theme that comes out is God help me. Right. Help me with this. I don't know what to do with this. Please help me this, show me this, guide me here, right? And all that is is us seeking guidance. So I think we all realize that we need God's guidance, and that's the main thing that we are most of the time bringing to him or looking to from God, especially in our prayer, um, is that we need guidance. And the bottom line is is that if we need guidance from God, then we need to ask. And I think that most of the time we do that. We understand that we need to ask. Um, So what I want to talk through for the next couple of episodes it may take us more than a couple. This one will get done in the first part. But we need to, when we need guidance from God, which, by the way, is all the time, we need to talk about how to request it, right? How do I ask? And so is it just this thing I throw out every day over and over again of, God, please help me quit doing this? Yeah. Please help me do this. There's a little bit more to it, and I think that will make those prayers more effective cool. um, yeah. than just maybe you're like me, God, help me, please stop doing this. I can't seem to stop doing this. I can't seem to quit doing this thing, right? Can't seem to quit looking at this or going here or thinking this way or um, you know, outbursts or anger or forgiveness or whatever. And we're constantly going to it. But most of the time, all that it is is it's rooted in, God, help me with it. We just move on. But there's some ways in which we can I think a couple of just, just they're easy. It's just three kind of things of how to request guidance from God is what mm-hmm. we're going to go into. And then after we finish this, it's just three. The next couple of episodes, we're going to talk about how to receive it, mm-hmm. how to position ourselves to receive the guidance that we're asking from God, right? Cool. Yeah. And so the receiving it part has got a little bit more meat to it. I don't think we can get it done in one episode. Right. Um, but the how to request guidance is what we're going to do today. Cool. So bottom line. Let me recap everything I just said. Make sure I'm on the same page. Most of the time, I say all this so that I can get myself straight, not so you guys can listen better. Right? Um, <laughs> they're like, "Oh no, you just said that." I know. I got to say it again. Um, that we know we need to ask God for stuff for guidance, and we ask Him for guidance all the time. But it's got to be more than just "Hey, help me." There's a couple of things that can help us. So let's. What I want to do is I'm going to give you three today. This will be a relatively quick episode too, like the last one. How to request guidance from God. Here's your how to moment of of asking God for guidance. Here's number one. I must realize that God cares about the details of my life. Mm. So before we even go, God, help me with this. God, show me what to do or show me where to go or should I take this job, right? Should I date this guy? Whatever it may be, right? 
we've got to realize right off the bat, before we even ask, before we request that guidance, that God cares about the details of our lives. You have to know and understand that he cares about these teeny little details. There's a verse that I go back to a lot because I have a lot of anxiety, and it's like the anxiety verse of the Bible. Like Mm -hmm. It's the quintessential anxiety verse. It's in Matthew 6, and there is a ton to this little verse. We're only going to look at, I think, Two verses, would you say, Chloe, 25 and 26? Yes. Um, um, yes, Matthew 6, 25 and 26. Yeah, so there's a lot here, though. So if you want to read um, further down, I mean, you've got probably, I'm guess I, I'm trying to remember, I want to say about 14 verses here, 12 or 14 verses of just God showing you that you don't have to worry so much because he cares about the intimate details of your life. And there's mm-hmm. one little piece that I really like. This is 25 and 26. Read mm-hmm. it to us, Chloe. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? See, that's a great one. So he's asking the question. God just asked you, and this is Jesus speaking, by the way. Mm-hmm. So you just asked this question in a way that's a rhetorical question. You know, a rhetorical question is the answer is obvious, right? right? And so are you not much more valuable? He's not telling you to sit down and think about whether right. or not, well, am I more valuable it's than like that It's like a bird? rhetorical question. Right. It, I mean, it's, not, it's not getting into this, uh, this you know, new free spirit, tree-hugging world we live in now of, <laughs> you know, well, I'm equal to the bird, right. right? I mean, God's literally telling you right there. Jesus is going, no, you're not, right? right? And yet, look at the bird. Like, does it have what it needs? Is it not clothed? Is it not right. beautiful? Does it have what it needs to eat and, and, and shelter and all these things? Of course it does, yeah. right? And then Jesus lays out this statement where he goes, you are much more valuable than that. See, that's an amazing verse to me, and it helps me, it helps me understand before I ask God for guidance that he cares. Mm -hmm. It it shows you that he is concerned about even what you wear, eat, and drink. Yeah. Like, and those are basic things. That's what's important about this. Like, God cares about even these basic pieces, these little small things. And I know that, I mean, those are the, you know, those are like the the basic things that we need for survival, right? And God's going, no, I got you in that. I care. there's There's no issue here. But in other words, Every little detail of your life, God cares about, right? Yeah. I mean, he cares about those things. And so what we've got to remember is God's more interested in the details of our life than we are interested in the details of our life. And that's important, right? Because we think that we're pretty interested in the details of our life. And God is God cares more about these things than we do. And so he cares deeply about all these intricate little pieces of our life, Um and until you understand that, you won't come to him asking questions about the details of your life because you'll say to yourself, I don't want to bother God. This is not that big a deal, right? He's got other things to do. We're in the South. He's got bigger fish to fry is what we right. say, right? I mean, we, and I hear people, and I say this all the time too, constantly going, well, no, I hadn't prayed about that because, I mean, it's just God's got bigger things going on, you know? Yeah. I don't want to bother issues. him. I don't want to yeah. bother right? I'm over here praying about this thing, and there's, you know, babies dying in the war in Ukraine, right? Mm-hmm. And I just there's there's more important stuff going on, and I don't want to pray about this job situation because we do fine, and God provides, and there's people that don't have jobs, and so mm-hmm. I'll just be quiet about it, or you know, and I think that that 
that is the pro- that is a serious problem because I don't think that you will really ask and let him care about the details of your life until you understand that he does care about your individual details. That does yeah. not negate the fact that he cares about other people's. And so you asking God for guidance in a situation is not going to pull his time away from somebody else. And it's yeah. not going to make you preferred over someone else. There's not some hierarchy of prayer happening where yours are now taking away the bandwidth that God has. See, that's the that's the that's the erroneous way we think about God. We think about God having the same bandwidth that we do, right? He doesn't. Right. And so he does care about the intricate details of your life, but he also cares about the intricate details of everybody's life. Yeah. And he's and Jesus is showing that by bringing up I even care about the intricate details of a random little bird, yeah. right? This little bird. Nobody, I mean, nobody knows a little bird. Right. I care about the intricate details of the bird. That means how much more would I care about yours? And so I think until you don't get, until you get that, you won't really come to him for guidance in all the ways in which you could, because you're going to constantly go, it's not that important. I don't want to bother God. Yeah. He's interested because he's your heavenly father. He's interested because he's made you, and he is far more interested in these minute details of your life than you think he is. Yeah. Far more interested. Um, and I think in these minute things in our life, the, one of the reasons he's more interested in these small little things is because those small little things are what builds into those bigger moments, right? Yeah. And so why would we – if we only go to God for guidance in the big moments – then we've missed out on the on all the building blocks that have been there through the small moments, right? And so I think that first off, right off the bat, if you're going to request guidance from God, you've got to start know, with an understanding that He cares. He cares deeply. He cares more than you care, yeah. right? He cares about every little detail. If He cares about mm-hmm. a bird's uh, what, what the bird's going to eat, then He cares mm-hmm. about you. And so that's the yeah. first one. You start off there with knowing that He cares. And then if you're going to request guidance from God next, you got to ask a specific question. So this is where I think, I'm not telling you not to say, God, help me. I say it all the time. But let's be specific. Yeah. Let's ask a specific question. When you're looking for guidance from God, try to be as specific as possible, Right. Um, like if my children come to me and say, daddy, help me. The first thing I want them to do is tell me what you need. Like what, what is it that you need help with? What, what's the problem here? What's the issue? Um, and even if they're all out of whack and I go, it's okay, I'm going to help you. What I'm trying to gather them to really quickly though, is what is the problem, right? What is, what is the specific thing? And it's not like God needs to know that. It's that you need to say it. You need to be specific in your ask. Yeah. The more specifically you ask God, the more God is able to answer it and in a tangible way for you to be able to see it. Instead of saying, God, um, you know, like in your prayer life or when you're asking guidance from God, instead of saying, God, do you want to say anything? Say, God, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Right? God, what should I do in this situation? Not, well, you know the situation, so please help me in it. Instead, it needs to be, no, I want your wisdom. Like the whole point here in this communication is that we can receive the wisdom and guidance of God. So ask specifically for it, right? So not, well, I don't know, God, whatever you want to do here, just help and fix it, which is how we often do. Instead, it's like, God, no, what do you think about this? Is this the right direction? In what way is this off track? Mm -hmm. Um, My prayer to God 
for the longest time was, um, and I joke about this all the time because it's a really good line, so I use it a lot, is for the church, is, um, God, we just want to do what you say and not mess it up. Right. And that was the thing, you know, so God, just help us not to screw it up. That was the prayer. Right. right? Help yeah. us not to mess it up. And then I felt like God was leaning into me more, pushing into me more was, well, I have to ask him and I have to lean into what he's saying to be able to not mess it up. And yeah. so it was less of not help us mess it up and go, OK, God, this direction, what we're doing here, is this on track? Mm. Is this piece on track? Like, God, I feel confirmation from you in this. I feel like I know what we're doing here. I got it. I'm a little unsure here. Is this correct? Is this okay. what you want us to do? Is yeah. this who you want me to be? Right? Get more specific about it. What's the next step, God? Like I'm here and I've done this. What is my next step in this process? Think about how transformative this would be in um, in you listening and communicating with God, guidance from God on forgiveness alone. Right, mm. and so instead of God help me forgive this person, God, what is my next step in forgiving this person? Right. Oh wow, I've like, never thought about that. I one have, I, God, I have, I have, I have, you know, forgiven them in my heart. Yeah, I have told them face to face I forgive them, and yet this still, I'm still struggling with it. What's my next step here? Like, ask him specifically, what should I do in this situation? Um, how should I do it? Right, so yeah. it's not just what. So, like, what I found myself doing in the last couple of years, especially in the church, we've we've gone through a season, and the coronavirus forced this in church leadership to go: Are we on track with what God's called us to do and who He's called us to be? Mm-hmm. Have I been much more heavily focused on attendance than I have on making disciples? Right, and so as I started to get there, I would go, okay. What should we do here? And then when I felt like God was telling me what to do, then it was, all right, how should I do it? Right? How should I go about this? So there's this, God, there's this hard situation, and I've got to have a conversation. What should I do? And I'll feel God guide me to say, all right, you're going to talk to this person. But then it's like, how should I talk to him, God? Should I be direct? Right. Should I be, should, should, I, should it be you know, more long-suffering, more patient there? Um, should this be through, here's a really good one. How should I do this? God, should this be person face-to-face conversation? Should this be through an email, God? Is this okay to do in text? I mean, think mm-hmm. about the level of that, right? Yeah. That's different. And so, you know, God, I need to tell this person that I'm sorry and I love them. Well, ask God specifically guidance on how to do it, right? Don't yeah. just fire off a text. Ask right. God guidance on should it be face-to-face? Should it be through email? Right. Should it be text? Should it be a passenger pigeon or an airplane above the a ocean? Flash mob. Said, right? <laughs> <laughs> Those didn't last long. They should come back. Right. <laughs> Although I think everybody would get arrested in the day's world if they were doing flash mobs. That's probably why they got away. We all got sick of it, seeing all the videos and stuff. Everybody Now people are dancing down the street doing TikToks, and everybody's just like, anyway. Well, whatever, <laughs> right. on. No one would notice, I don't think, <laughs> at this point. Anyway, the point is here um, – is that you've got to be specific. Over 20 times in the New Testament, God tells us to ask. He says, ask, seek, knock, mm-hmm. draw. He's just constantly saying, ask. Right. Jesus says it multiple times that we need to ask. So God wants you to ask for his advice. Because you remember, advice is, advice is not advice with God. It's wisdom. Right, yeah. and so he wants you to ask. He is waiting. He is willing. So you ask and you believe that he's interested in details. That's those first two, right? Let's let's do a quick summary. You ask specifically. 
and you believe that he cares about these little details. Like you have to, if you're going to ask God, God, should I send a text or should I send an email? You have to believe first that he cares about which way in which you would communicate yeah, it. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah, yeah. So, so be specific and know that he cares about the details. And here's right. the third one. This will wrap us up in just a second. Um, believe that he wants to answer it. Mm-hmm. So know that he cares about the details. Ask specifically and then believe that he wants to answer you, that he wants to impart wisdom on you, that he wants to give you this guidance. It's a desire of his to do this, right? Draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. It's a promise from God that if you'll come to me, I'm coming to you. It's a guarantee. So you've got to believe that he wants to answer. There's a verse um, from James 1 that we looked at. Um, We're about to teach through the book of James again. And this is just a great illustration of the word telling us that God wants to answer us. This is James 1, 5 and 6. Mm-hmm. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. Yeah. So, I mean, he's Wolf. saying right off the bat, right? Like, yeah. Ask it. God was really willing and able and waiting and ready right. to give you wisdom and one condition on that. Don't Sorry. doubt that I want to answer you. Yeah. Don't doubt that I want to give you wisdom. Right. right? It, I don't think that that's talking about doubting the wisdom because I think that's natural for us to do actually. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's talking about don't doubt that he wants to answer you. Right. So that he you got to know that God really, really does want to help you. That you know, and that it kind of circles us back to the first point that he cares about the details. Mm-hmm. And so, if he cares about the details, and we ask specifically, know that God wants to answer us in the way that shows He cares about the details. Yeah. He, he wants; He's willing and able and ready to give you that wisdom. That's good. And that one condition there is: don't doubt that He wants to answer you. Yeah. So God is more willing. You, you got to remember, God is more willing to talk um, to you than you are willing to talk to Him. Yeah. I mean, let's 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 think through that for a second. Hmm. God's more willing to talk to us than we are willing to talk to him. How many days can we go by? I'm a pastor, and I'll answer this question honestly. How many days do we go by where we end the day and we realize, man, I ain't prayed all day long. Like, yeah. I ain't said nothing. I ate a meal and didn't say nothing. I, I had a situation I had to walk into. I didn't stop and pray before it. Oof. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I'll answer that question for you. Tons. Right. There are tons of days. Same here. I will roll into the morning, and I and I during this season of my life, I have my life set up like this. It hasn't always been the case, um, where my time with God is scheduled, right? And it is currently it is from eight o'clock to ten o'clock. That's because I drop my kids off on purpose. And then I block off to 10 o'clock every day. And I'm able to do that because of my schedule. Right. Before, I wasn't able to do that. And so it would be prior to dropping the kids off, right? Um, or it would sometimes be very late at night. That would be my scheduled time. Yeah. But I'll roll into the day on numerous occasions. This is not just like once. And I'll start studying the Bible for my personal study. And then I'll start prepping to preach. Then I'll prep for a podcast. Then I'll go into a meeting where I've got to have a hard conversation or I'll go into a meeting where we got to have where we're thinking about the future. Mm-hmm. And I ain't prayed about none of that stuff going into it. You know, none of it. Not stop not once. Right. Um, I mean, the first 
I'm going to take a guess here. The first 50 podcasts, we didn't pray before we podcasted. Not at all. And then Chloe was like, we need to pray before we podcast. And so <laughs> we've been trying to do that um, for the last, I don't know, seven, eight episodes, maybe 10 episodes, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, God's much more willing to talk to us than we are to him. And we got to know that. We've got we've to feel that in our souls all the time. Yeah. That he is always willing to be in communication with us. There are some seasons, there are some times where God goes silent, right? There are some spiritual deserts or wildernesses that he makes us go through where he's quiet. Mm-hmm. But that's on purpose. There, he's, he's willing to speak to us way more than we are willing to speak to him. And I think when we go into prayer, we need to recognize that. Because when we go into prayer, we're tend, we tend to be focused on, I'm willing to talk to you, God. I'm willing to speak to you, right? And then I'm hoping you'll be willing to speak to me. And God's like, I'm always willing to speak to you, right? Yeah. It's you never being willing to speak to me. Right. <laughs> right. It's the opposite. It's always right. It always goes back that way. So the, the bottom line here is you've got to expect it. Not, not expect the answer to what you're saying. Not expect him to do exactly what you want. Right or give you exactly what you ask for. This is not some prosperity gospel mess here, in uh, in how to ask God for guidance or stuff. Right. I didn't just give you a prescription to ask God for junk and stuff. Right. This is not expect him when you ask him to drop that Mercedes in your driveway overnight. Right. right? Jeez. <laughs> this is Ugh. this is not expect that check to come in the mail right. um, because you ordered the prayer hanky and water and you did what they said and you sowed the not seed. Not the no. prayer hanky. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't wash that junk. No. Please don't wash that junk. Please do not make it any popular than it is. It's teetotal crap, and it is people utilizing the gospel to steal from God's people. That's what it is. It's awful. It is It is the wolf in sheep's clothing. It is fleecing the flock is what it is, right? It's taking from God's people yeah. and using their faithfulness and their belief that God cares about them to steal from them. I'm not saying any of that in this. Not at all. Right? Not at all. I'm yeah. saying expect that God wants to answer you. I didn't say expect to, you know, you predetermine how he's going to answer you. Right. Right. It's not expect him to say exactly what you want to hear. Right. Right. Just expect him to answer. Expect him to answer. Like it or not. <laughs> That's the key. Like the key. So, so to me, this right here is the key to asking God for guidance in our life. You've got to know that he cares about every little detail. Mm-hmm. You've got to be specific with it. The more specific, the better. Mm-hmm. The more specific, because what it does is it not only gives God a way to specifically answer, but it gives you a way to tune into what what it is that I'm looking for from God. Right. And so instead of you sitting around looking all big and around, I'm like God's going to answer this in some way, and then I have to figure out what it is. No, you, if you ask specifically, you're much easy. It's much easier for you to be able to tune into. You no, know, God answered me here. He gave me exactly what I should do in this situation. Yeah. And then lastly. You know, expect that he's going to answer you. Expect mm. that he wants to impart wisdom on you. He gives it freely, right? All you have to do is ask, and he's going to hand you that wisdom. And so if you set yourselves up to expect it, then you're much more likely to actually do something with it or execute it. Because that's the whole thing. Like, we're going to talk about this next. But if you know how to ask God for guidance, then you've got to know what to do with it when you get it, right? Yeah. What to do with it. And so – you're much more likely to actually act on it if you are set up appropriately to ask for it, if that makes any sense, right? So if you put the time and the energy into asking for it properly, then you're much more likely to do something with it. This is why anytime you see a 
uh, um, I don't like to use this word, like a loan. I hate loans. I don't like debt. I don't. I think it's unbiblical. Anyway, um, topic for another day. Uh, but like you see like a small business loan or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the small business has to go in with a business plan, right? Yeah. Or you see somebody applying for a scholarship and it's, what are you going to do with this? And then it's, here's what I'm going to do. And there's this plan, there's this track. It doesn't mean that you're going to execute all the pieces of that plan. But what it shows is, is if you put a lot of detail into asking for it, then more than likely you'll be able to actually do something with it when you receive it. And so being ready to receive it, um, it starts with asking for it in the right way, being set up to ask for that guidance in the right way. You know, yeah. and then you're much more likely to receive and actually apply, put in, yeah. you know, do something with it, right? Right. Because God's not giving you the wisdom so that you can just go, "Oh, I got the wisdom," right? That's not wisdom. Right. Wisdom is actually that knowledge in action, mm-hmm. right? And so, what we're going to talk about next is how to receive it. But I'm trying to say is, you're not the first step of knowing how to receive it is asking very specifically and knowing that God cares and being prepared for him to answer you yeah. in some way. So, yeah. you know, I I hope this helps in some way. Uh, maybe something you have to go back and listen to again. Right. The practical the thing about the practical stuff is that's the stuff we should probably go back to and re-listen over and mm-hmm. over again. Till it sticks. Yep. yep. Where where the big thoughts of, okay, God speaks through the word. I get that. We may not need to go back to that, but so right. often. Or God speaks through the Holy Spirit. We may not have to go back to that so often once we get that concept. Right. But the practical stuff, we may have to go back to. Yeah. And so today, I challenge you today to take time and actually pray, right? Mm-hmm. And in those prayers, you are going to almost automatically in the prayer ask for something, right? I mean, it's just the way it goes. You're going to stop and you're going to go, God, you know, if you're like me, you're going to go, God, I love you. You're awesome. Help me. Mm-hmm. Right. It's going to be whatever that thing is that's pressing. You know, the Holy Spirit's working this way, too. So the Holy Spirit's convicting you on that. And so, mm-hmm. you know, what is it that I need help with? Um, when you get to that spot in your prayer, just pause and go, God, I know that you care about the details of my life. Here's what I'm here's what I'm coming to you about. And I'm going to try to get as specific as I can. And then end your prayer with, God, I know you want to answer this. You want to give me guidance. Yeah. And so I know that. And I'm ready for it. Um, A really good example of this, we don't have time to go into it, and I should have thought about it prior, but it didn't work that way, Um, is the Lord's Prayer that Mm -hmm. Jesus teaches us to to pray. Mm -hmm. If you look at the Lord's Prayer, it's just doing exactly what we just said. It's showing you that God cares about the intimate details, that everything's his, that he wants you to be specific in Mm -hmm. talking to him, and that he wants to answer you. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's one that I'll go back to, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's very practical. I have to go back to it all the time because I'm telling you right now, this is a daily struggle. Yeah. Of if you are not intentional, then your prayers will be very generic. Right. Um, specifically in guidance from God, help from God, they'll be generic. Right. If you're not intentional over and over and over again about no, I have to know that God cares. I have to ask specifically, and I have to expect Him to answer. Right. You have to revisit that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, that's not something I'm doing real well right now. The specific thing that stood out to me was when you were talking about like ask specifics, like God, what is the next step in forgiving this person? Typically, yeah. we're just like, and I forgive them, Amen. You know, like, help me forgive them. Yeah, help me God, forgive them. I still them. don't like them. I hate them. Or like, help me not hate them. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. So I've never thought about that before. I'm going to try that. What's my next step with yeah. this? Right. Yeah. And you know, 
there's a when the minute you do that, there's an understanding that you are conveying with your soul that there's always a next step, that yeah. you have not arrived right. in any of these things, right? So what's my next step with this? That's they're really important to do that because it keeps you from the dangerous position of pride, right? right? Of, no, I got that handled. I'm good there. Yeah. Moving on, right? Yeah. Every single thing in our lives, in this the sanctification process, all it is is what is my next step, right? right? In every little area, not just one clear step, but... All these things. So I think sometimes when we think about the sanctification process, we think, okay, I understand that I should read my Bible. I'm reading my Bible. Check. Right. I understand I should pray. I'm reading and praying. I'm praying. Check. Check. Mm-hmm. I should fast. That's my next step. Okay. Check. Right. And, and what we miss is there's a next step involved in all these things right. that God's growing us with at all times. Right. Yeah. So ask it. Um, if you don't, I have people say, tell me all the time, I don't know what my next step is. Well, ask God what it is. Right. Right. He'll It'll tell you. you. Yeah. He'll tell you real fast. Yeah. And then what he'll do is, is just very quickly you'll realize that you already knew it. The Holy Spirit's already been convicting you of what that next step is anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. It'll come obvious. But sometimes you just have to ask. You have to set aside some time and say, God, I want your guidance. I don't just want your stuff. Right. Right. I, I don't just want things and I don't just want your love. I want your wisdom. I want right. your guidance. Right. That's what the majority of our prayers should be. I mean, obviously, obviously, our prayers should be glorifying God, and so there should be a part of praying is just saying how awesome God is. That's worship, right? But we know that we're people, and we know that we're fallible. We know that we're not fully there yet, and so the majority of our prayers should be God help me, mold me into who I need to be, and that needs to be as specific as possible because you won't ever do anything with it otherwise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you say God help me forgive this person. And you just move on, right? right. Well, God's going to help me forgive. I don't know how he's going to help me, but he's going to help me somehow. Another, so right. I'm good there. I'm going to forgive this person. He's going to help me. I mean, or if you're like, God, um, what's my next step of forgiving this person? Yeah. And you feel God say, well, maybe you should write it down, mm-hmm. right? And tear it up and throw it away. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should go talk to them again. You know, maybe you should pray for them, mm-hmm. right? Because that's, that's one of the things in forgiveness he's led me to. Was my next step was, are right, you forgiving them? No problem, but you've mm-hmm. also removed them from your mind. Like you never, you, like you I forgive them, them, and I'm never going to think about right. them again. That's no. what I try to do too. <laughs> and I felt God saying to me in a couple situations recently, "I want you to pray for them," uh, and I'll go. I don't that's do hard. That. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. you know. Right. And then I'll you know then I'll just feel like I know that's what God wants me to do. Right. That's the wisdom that He's given me, and so. I'll just pray for them by name, and it's not specific. And what yeah. I, if I go back to it again, and God, I'm struggling with forgiveness, I'll hear Him say, "Pray specifically for them." Then, like, how about you pray that they succeed in this new place that they're in, mm. right? And you're like, mm. and then you just gotta figure out whether you're gonna obey or not. <laughs> That's hard. That's yeah. hard stuff. Wow. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Yes, it is. It's a challenging walk, (laughs) too. Challenging Challenging and messy. Uphill, both ways in the snow. It's Mm -hmm. a hard walk. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm sorry, Chloe. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to keep up with us on social media, and we'll be back next week. Be back next week. Next week, we'll talk about how to receive what the guidance that you're actually asking for from cool. God. And it'll probably take us a couple episodes. It's yeah. a lot to it. That'll be good. All right, Sounds awesome. good. Have Thank a great you guys. week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.